0: What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Here we are with episode 11. Oh, my gosh. Another fun week in baseball. I am here with my boys. Brian, he's a fan of a team whose bullpen is bad. What's up, Brian? Wow. I That was an
1: unnecessary shot this early in the pod. I don't know how I feel about that one.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Well, sounds like you're doing good. Uh, and we're here <laughs> with... Adam, his team is struggling, but it's got Vladdy Daddy. Oh, I thought
2: you were gonna say whose bullpen is all
1: on the IL. <laughs> I just want to point out that uh, Noah used my nickname of Vladdy Daddy. That's officially his nickname, if you were oh, wondering. No. I brought up Vladdy Daddy. You said some other dumb no, whatever I name. You definitely, brought up. I definitely
2: said Vladdy Daddy. You a hundred percent did not. I will I'm check. A, we will check the tape. We
1: we are gonna check this because <laughs> I remember saying Vladdy Daddy, and I remember you guys getting mad at me.
2: No, you said something else that was far like, worse. No, you said Vladdy I said the
0: baddie. You, you said Vladdy oh, oh, the baddie.
2: I said Vladdy daddy, and then you then
1: are running with it and taking credit. I think I'd I like said you no. to shut up. I think I said that. No. But Vladdy is a baddie. I like that one more now that it's I've heard it. It's so bad. <laughs> oh man, I love a it. A disgusting
2: nickname. Get it, rid of it. that.
0: Is, the baddie.
2: oh it is rough
0: uh but uh yeah it was uh i'm back on the podcast i'm very excited um it, though it was really fun to listen to an episode of nonstop baseball like as a fan entirely not knowing what was coming mm-hmm. uh, i thought you guys did well hey, it was very if, if you had a, to
1: listen to if you had a great our performance out of 10 what do we get
0: oh oh I give you 9.3 oh i would have okay i was hoping you would you would have ripped uh stephen a smith a little bit more okay, being okay. that's valid
2: i can appreciate that i yeah. just i just knew that we were already gonna rant about other things <laughs> that I, I didn't want it like a third rant. Right.
0: yeah maybe yeah i guess that's a point that's a fair point he didn't even deserve your attention it was just so bad <laughs> you know <laughs> and
1: you know what? like stephen a smith says crazy stuff so often like I guess I'm just used to the football world where he's just constantly saying like yeah. horrible things. He, so I just it doesn't even phase me
0: that much. He,
2: he didn't do anything more blasphemous than Tony LaRussa, so yeah, it was fine.
0: I know that was a rough week to miss out. I had so many things I was like, I wanna talk about this. And I so but it was just Nancy hearing me rant about it on <laughs> oh, it's okay. We'll talk about
2: Tony
1: Tony LaRussa again today. Oh yeah.
0: Because oh, yeah. the White Sox
1: are totally making that situation better, right? <laughs>
0: okay but i think before getting that let's do a little standings in one I, i'll start us off here red Sox dropped to second place but they're playing very well still the tampa bay rays are just on fire nine and one in their last 10 they got rich hill 41 years old just punching tickets um but yes yeah, so that, yeah that's pretty exciting but here's here's what i got for you your nl central leaders right now and at by the end of the season, division champions, the Chicago Cubs sitting oh, at the top, tied they're for storming first. Back. Yeah, they're eight and two. They've got a killer offense. They got Chafin and Kimbrell out of the pen, just and they they got that by far the best run differential in the uh in the division oh, there, and, <laughs> and worth weird. and worth bringing up
2: because <laughs> I'm gonna curious. I'm gonna take this opportunity to just jab at a at the Giants again because the Giants, uh you know, Giants have a terrible bullpen. Um, the Cubs bullpen, I think just recently lost like a 30 something innings scoreless streak. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh,
1: um, it's just uh, so. wait, 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 what are you gonna say, Brian? Um, uh, Giants records better. Giants uh, run differentials better.
0: I uh, rest my kids. Oh, that's, that's great. Okay. Brian. That's, that's great. not what we're talking about at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a jab
1: at my Giants. Oh
0: yeah. But um, yeah, is 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 going into the season. Uh, our day one listeners will remember that uh, I was very skeptical about the Cubs bullpen and they have been proving me wrong. And Craig Kimbrell is just rejuvenated. I think he's one of the, I think Buster Posey and Craig Kimbrell are two of the guys that 2020 really helped them just like having some time to just, you know, heal and restore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Cause he's out of the gate, 22 innings pitched, 082 ERA, 12 saves and 36 strikeouts. And that's, that's just vintage Kimball right there, and it's, it's been really fun to see.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it's great seeing all these guys shining, but let's talk about someone who's not shining. What is going on in Arizona? A lot. Oh, they and they're on a 12-game losing streak.
2: Yeah, it's like, rough. I
1: thought the Rockies were bad.
2: I mean, they have a worse is... record
1: than the Rockies.
2: Yeah, it's, it's rough. Them really and Baltimore, they both, they're both both on a 12-game losing but, streak.
1: But the difference is, like, Baltimore, it was expected. Well, and Yeah. There, there was is. a world where Noah originally thought the car, uh, Diamondbacks, before uh, what's-his-face uh, Gallon got hurt, that they might be third place in this division.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, no yeah. doubt. And, I, I definitely <laughs> thought that. And there's still, like, exciting talent on this team. It's just like, oh, my God, they're in a bad, yeah, they they're a bad just... spot right now. <laughs> It's just not looking good. And then and Baltimore have been plummeting and like it's crazy. Detroit's like easily not even like <laughs> the worst team in baseball anymore. I know. They're, they're yeah, only we, 10 games under.
1: We were clouting their run differential for so long. And it's not like they're as now the bad. third worst. They're yeah. the third worst
2: run differential I mean,
1: now. We got Pittsburgh negative 73. Like oh.
0: <laughs> so I know I said we're like we don't we don't even like trash on Detroit anymore, but I was watching the highlights. <laughs> I was watching the highlights of the like, one Tigers game, and there was a runner on third uh, with less than two outs. And um, the, Robbie Grossman was at the plate, and their announcer goes, Man, who else would you want up at the dish in this situation? Yeah, I a could name people. maybe 30 <laughs> different people. I could and name
1: multiple like, teams where I'll take everyone.
0: Yeah. Well, it's Robbie Grossman is a professional hitter. And he's someone that I trust to get the job done, get the runner home from third in that situation. But still it's like, oh my gosh, that's the situation you're in with this team that Robbie Grossman is like your guy. Also yesterday, he had a nice, a nice walk off recording this Saturday, by the way. So Friday night, Robbie Grossman had a, had a, a very sexy walk off. If I do say so myself, I do want to yeah, say too, we've one talked other... too much about the Tigers.
2: No, no. no. What, one, last <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> one last thing about the Tigers. One last thing about the Tigers. They beat the Yankees, right? Uh, this is the first series that, uh, that they, uh... oh my goodness. The first series that the Tigers have been able to clinch over New York since 2014,
1: Jeez. <laughs> See, we talked so much about the Tigers. Adam almost couldn't get that sentence out. Yeah, it's, I, it's definitely time to move on. It's really hard to like, <laughs> s- like they clinched a series. <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel it. Like against I, a I good it, team. <laughs> we we got to shout out the Padres, though. They're 13 and two in their last 15 games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's only some good baseball.
0: <laughs> uh, but. So yeah, what are they? They're one and a half ahead of the Giants right now.
1: <laughs> no, no, sirree. Actually, maybe. Uh, no, they I'm won today. I'm not one and a half. Is the standings I'm looking at not current? Yeah, they're My definitely seven. not. They show the Giants and Dodgers tied. Could be, tides. It it be, be
0: one and a half. Giants won. Yeah, they're one and a half. Yeah.
1: So yeah, one and a half. So I two mean, more days. Yeah. Is there? It's, is
0: there still a chance that you don't lose that bet? Or I don't even uh, know. No, I'm. I'm it,
1: I don't think the Giants play Monday, so I'm gonna no. Go with no. but not- I do like I I think it was a good bet at the end of the day. like the Giants held up against the Dodgers. I mean, they got smashed last weekend, but they bounced back this weekend. So we don't know what happened Sunday yet, but they're two and one in this series so far. So we got Gosman versus Kershaw tomorrow, which I'm really excited for. Uh, you guys will obviously be listening to this after the fact, so maybe I won't be so excited then, or I'll be really amped. So we'll see how that one goes. Yeah.
0: But, oh, yeah, talking a little bit about the Padres, uh, at the beginning of this week, they they broke out the home run chain, and it, oh, my <laughs> oh gosh, my is one of the better things in baseball right now. <laughs> have, you, have you seen this? Yes,
1: uh-huh. it, it looks like uh... – Wait, I, I, I want to make sure I had the right name. you guys talk for a second
0: uh, yeah I think my favorite part about it is that the San Diego logo spins and spins very fast too. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> right.
1: Just... it looks like something flavor Flav would wear if he was yes. a Padres fan <laughs> Yeah.
2: I mean it, it's got to be crazy like it's got to be an extravagant chain because I think oh, like yeah. well, the first team that did it was was uh Miami college football right
0: yeah, that's that's who I remember
2: because they did the turnover chain and that thing is just a massive chain.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I don't like the Padres Yeah <laughs> oh. Oh, you, you have anything else you want to highlight when looking at the standings, Adam? Um, I don't know. Oakland holding a, a decent
2: lead at the at top of the Al West is uh, is fun. The New York Mets have are hitting. Decently lately, yeah. we'll see if they
1: keep that up. Um, the NL East has kind of been disappointing just as a whole. I feel like crazy a little disappointing,
0: bit. yeah, yeah. Like it's Atlanta, like, Philly, yeah.
1: Washington. Honestly, Miami is probably the only team that hasn't really been disappointed, yeah. Yet. And, they're, they,
2: <laughs> and <laughs> they're still have a
1: losing record, though.
0: Yeah, it's... they are still Miami. <laughs> dude oh my gosh got some great uniforms though like all across the board like the new ones that are like a cuban inspired are good mm-hmm. but like they're wearing their alternate black ones against boston today and it's like man those are so clean
2: yeah are they right. are they the only team that does all black or they, do the d Backs? i think the d-backs have the all black
1: diamondbacks might i'm not sure if they wear black pants with. but otherwise
2: it's super rare to see, yeah. like, the all-black uni The White Sox,
1: the, speaking of jerseys, the White Sox new jersey is all-black. It just has pinstripes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think okay. it, so, Noah, you said you were kind of whatever about that jersey, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I don't think it's a bad jersey. I think it's a good jersey, but it's not, like, mind-blowing. I like, I like having like a regional jersey you know like i love that it says south side on it i think that's so dope yeah um but i also just like i'm not like mind okay so
1: of all the regional jerseys because they've done it for boston with the like (laughs) ucla bruins looking looking. and then they the miami ones and then now they've done it with the white Sox. a part of the series nike's doing i think there's like four or five other teams they're gonna do it for the giants are on the list so i'm kind of intrigued if the jerseys say frisco though i'm gonna be mad Oh yeah, like, that'd be that would be if, bad, bad. If they put Frisco on the front of the SF Giants jerseys, oh man, I'm gonna be sad. Anyways, <laughs> I think the White Sox jersey looks cool. I think the hat kind of looks dumb with the chai. Like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not, know, not, I'm hat, not huge but... about the
0: chai. I think yeah. a dope hat would have been just like the Chicago flag, like the little like red oh, okay. stars yep. and like the blue. That, hats. Would, have been,
1: that would have been super. I, cool. I was thinking of like maybe just like the White Sox.
0: Yeah,
2: like, maybe. But yeah, Chicago has one of the few actually cool like city flags that would be yeah. a pretty dope flag to incorporate in. Yeah, for no sure. Problem.
0: Um, but another j- alternate jersey that came out, I think <laughs> one of the freshest to date was the Tampa Bay Rays. They're bringing back the Devil Ray jerseys, and the de- it says Devil Rays on the front. It goes from blue to yellow. And there's a picture of Randy Arozarena rocking it, and he looks so good in it. Love the Devil
1: Rays unis. Yeah. yeah, dude, Devil Rays was always, like, I just liked the branding around Devil Rays when I was younger. Yeah. Like, yeah. whenever I played two MLB 2K, throwback to the game that doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> uh, I would always want to play as the Devil Rays if I wasn't the Giants.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun Ooh, team. Yeah. Um, but now that we've talked a little bit of standings, I think it's time to get into, at least for me, the moment that I have thought about the most this week, and we'll start off with a little audio clip here. I <laughs> Wait,
1: I, I, I just saw one of it these an injuries, intro. and I'm cracking it.
2: <laughs> Baez hits it on the ground to third, Gonzalez. Oh. <laughs> this
0: is so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. you got to be kidding me. They me. stole a run. You have got to be kidding me. Javi Baez. Keep going. Go. Go. They, you're invisible. El Mago indeed. I that okay. play
2: was aggressively stupid. <laughs>
0: I, I am not exaggerating here. I think that's the worst baseball play I've ever seen in my life. Like professional baseball play. Ooh. It's two outs, there are two it's, outs. Yeah. Oh my God, he grounds <laughs> it, ground ball to third base, throw to first, pulls the first baseman off the bag. He's still only, what, like two, three feet away from the bag? Yeah. He could just turn around, step on the bag, and then he runs, and Javier buys credit to him, he doesn't give up, he makes the, the first baseman chase after him, but then he throws it home, and then, uh, yeah.
1: Unbelievable bad. It? Okay, They're, like first, Okay, was it a smart play by Baez? Yes, but I honestly don't. I hate how Baez is getting credit for play. I hate his play that. Yeah, it's like because I hate he he, did, he just he did the smart play. Yes, but like it's just a brain it's dead a, play by yeah, the first that baseman.
2: that is a that is a smart play that is only a smart play
1: when the first baseman makes a play that well, stupid. In, in any situation, it's the right thing to do. Like you're gonna get like if you just keep running, you're out. Like yeah, it's the right thing to do. But he shouldn't be like he's like Javi Baez has done a lot of cool things in his career where he creates issues on the base paths, blah, blah, blah. This is not one that he deserves a ton of credit for. No. Yeah. It's just it's, a brain dead play.
0: It's good if effort it by little... Baez, but I am so sick of seeing this. Look at Javier Baez create this wizardry. It's like, no, it's not wizardry. <laughs> but it only looks love... It
2: <laughs> only looks high IQ because it's compared to something so low
1: IQ. <laughs> i love how bias was there though to make the safe call and then still run to
0: first and be safe that was great honest well like it's funny it's obviously this is a first baseman's fault but the catcher if i'm the catcher there i'm not even on home plate i am just pointing at first base just saying <laughs> step on the bag don't throw it to me because well, there's no need to throw it to me To to be fair to the catcher you kind of have to do that just
1: because you don't <laughs> in case your first baseman becomes brain dead like <laughs>
2: Also my, my favorite part about that is if they had if the throw to first, because they did throw to first after the after that like missed tag at, at, at home, um, if they had gotten that force out, because it would have still been a force out, the run wouldn't score. Correct. Which is like like they had to they had to catastrophically fail at every stage of that play, and then and Baez gets to
1: second. Unreal. It was yeah. it was so bad. It definitely will be worst play of the year. I have a hard time imagining
0: anything beating that. Yeah. I can't think of anything being more (laughs) doo-doo poo-poo. It's it's definitely
1: doo-doo poo-poo moment of the year.
0: That's just Fi. I
1: I can lock it in right now as a, the winner like I don't in a week
0: in a week where uh zach please fractured his thumb because he aggressively took off his shirt this was obvious this is by I,
1: far I, the worst thing that happened so i just read that right now as you were starting that clip i must have missed that this week how did you break your fracture your thumb taking off your shirt
0: the aggressively taking off a shirt yeah. is not by me that's a direct quote from i think francona is there um, a video of this? <laughs> no, I <laughs> think really it was just so. he's probably just at home, you know, and then he needed his shirt off immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's, a pretty, it like after, it's a pretty it, dumb way
0: to so. injure yourself. It,
1: was it after like a bad outing or something? Like he was just mad about how he played? Oh, man. That I is brutal.
0: That is. Another, another injury we could talk about is Fran Miel Reyes of the Cleveland Indians. They're only three games back of the Chicago White Sox. They've been Indians have not been bad this year, but fortunately he's out five to seven weeks with an oblique strain. And uh, that's a huge blow for the Indians. He's yeah. As I just said, they've been like sneaky close to the top of that central and he's their second most valuable offensive player right now. And uh, obliques can always be longer than what they say too. Is is
1: Jose Ramirez their number one? Yeah.
0: Last I checked for sure.
1: So uh, I think, my prediction at the beginning of the year, where like if the Indians start to slide and Ramirez gets traded, I think this might be like an early precursor of that. Because I, the thing is, whoever finishes second place in the AL Central, I do not think is making the playoffs. Between the Astros and A's in the West, and then the Yankees, the, West and, and the, yeah, the West and yeah, the West East are way too stacked. Yeah, so the Central's only you're gonna have to win the division, and honestly, I don't see the White Sox not winning that division. Especially with their run differential, which yeah. is pretty White insane. Sox win that division, but you very probably have
2: three teams in the in the AL East with a higher rec the higher record than the number two team in the AL Central. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say it in the winner, and I was like,
0: oh, I
1: don't know. No, about no, no that not in the but... not in the winner,
2: But I'm saying that if you have three teams with higher, uh, you know, win percentages,
1: there you're not going to get your second yeah, no. place team up there. No, for sure, for sure. And you still have the A's and and the you still Astros, have the A's and Astros. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I I don't know. Jose Ramirez being traded still wouldn't shock me. The thing yeah. is, like, they're either going to trade him this year or next year because I don't see them giving a contract extension. No, probably Especially not. Especially after I, letting Lindor walk, like, or I guess not walk, but yeah. they traded him. I could, I could see Cleveland being sellers. Yeah, we'll I see. Know. I just, you know. I, I hate the whole idea of when teams like wait too long to trade players and then they get way less value. Because if they trade him next year at the deadline, they're going to get way less than they would get this year at the deadline.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could say that from experience. The Giants love, yeah, doing, that's the Giants
0: love doing that. <laughs> yeah, are just not trading Wait. him.
1: Yeah, no, the Giants just don't trade. Yeah. yeah. When's the last player they've traded away? Bumgarner? They didn't trade him. They, they let him walk.
0: Him. Oh, they let him go, but
2: they could have sure. traded him. What I'm saying is that they could have traded him earlier ah. and gotten a ton of more value off of doing so.
1: Yeah, for sure, but he wasn't – they weren't going to trade him. That That's – like, he's a legend. Not saying, like – Jose yeah Ramirez now he's playing in arizona <laughs>
0: <laughs> now he's in arizona yeah it's all good i
1: i have no problem with how the Bumgarner situation was handled
2: yeah whatever. all right the only other <laughs> big injury i think was uh cinder is still gone yeah for a long that, time
0: yeah unfortunate
2: yeah uh, more more elbow issues um and so he's he's gone till i think they said at least august um i would wager longer
0: yeah he might and, uh, done for the year honestly yeah could be could you, i don't know
2: could you imagine that could you imagine the the mets get all the way to playoffs and then they bust out cinder
0: yeah just at like a but he's just like a reliever just yeah really letting it eat just, just like 103 super, sinkers just
2: <laughs> a super fresh year off cinder as your playoff relief pitcher would be Ooh.
0: wild that would be wild But uh, last little bit of bummer news: Uh, We're uh, recording this on Saturday. Marcel Ozuna was just arrested for a domestic dispute. Some details still up in the air, but uh, sounds like he could be in jail for a long time. This, this, yeah, this might we might not see Marcel Ozuna play baseball again. Uh, Obviously, no room for any sort of domestic violence in baseball and uh an unfortunate uh thing to hear on saturday
1: for sure yeah
0: oh yeah no
1: he's a horrible person (laughs) that's all i gotta say about that one not great yeah
0: yeah (laughs) but uh another thing that uh we didn't really talk about throughout the week but something is the i don't know if you guys did you see the uh, giovanni gallegos getting his hat taken away by cowboy joe west
1: i did yes it was interesting. I think a whole lot of foreign substance. It's yeah. definitely like I, many people have referred to it as like a horribly kept secret, right? Yeah. Like it, everybody knew it was kind of going on. And I've heard some stuff that like the MLB didn't want to do much because there's like uh the CBA is coming up soon. Mm. So they don't want to put the players in a bad mood. So it's kind of interesting how Joe West is kind of forcing their hand by taking that hat out. Yeah. I don't know. It,
2: it is one of those things where I, I would certainly wager that more people, more pitchers are using substance than aren't.
0: Yeah. How do you guys? Oh, for sure. What do you, what do you, well, I'll, I guess I'll say my thoughts first. For a long time, I was just like, anything, no, we can't be using anything at all. But mm-hmm. then the more I heard baseball people and then baseball players talk about things, it's like pine tar and some substances that just help you with grip, I'm fine with. Like it's everyone, basically not everyone, but
1: it becomes a safety thing. It's more, yeah, it's more
0: 70 to 80% of pitchers are using some sort of pine tar for grip. There are other pitchers whose names might rhyme with Jarrett Mole. (laughs) No, no, it's just an accusation. Um, But uh, that use these like very specific substances that are for spin rate and yeah. to just make things a lot more nasty and um so yeah it's kind of a weird situation where before i think mlb was just like it's pine tarts for grip who really cares uh, but now mm-hmm. it's 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 changing so i don't know how it, you guys feel
1: it's giving one side a significant advantage it's not like offense so like the if we go back to the steroid that's like this probably has the potential to be a scandal near the same level probably not obviously steroids was a much bigger deal but like at least with steroids it was like both sides getting a advantage like you get what i'm saying there's no advantage to be had here for the batters and that's when it really makes it like unfair like i get what you're saying about the pine tar like right? like the grip's important i'm throwing a ball at 99 miles per hour i want to make sure that guy's not going to throw it at my head right on accident like that makes sense but when you're using the stuff to like up your spin rate and i'm <laughs> pretty much give yourself one of the nastiest fastballs in the league just based off of spins. Like it, that's when it's kind of like, well. Yeah. I, I will say I'm on the camp
2: of straight up. Let pine tar for pitchers be straight up allowed.
1: I, I would like, say like, like a, make it, I would say like to make it a
2: rule that like, dude, if you want to lather the inside of your glove in it, do yeah, it. I'm not, I'm not, I am i do not know if I'm done with that. I don't want nope, like do it. Legalize <laughs> it. Remember when,
1: Pineda, remember when Pineda got thrown out? Like if it's yep. that obvious,
2: like, no, I don't care if it's <laughs> obvious. I, I want pitchers to straight up be allowed to use something like pine tar, um, because it is it is a safety thing, and it is a like you want the pitcher to be able to throw the ball where he wants to throw the ball, um, and having a little that little extra grip doesn't so drastically change, um, you know, the raw talent or ability that a pitcher has to give them such a wild advantage. Now the spin rate stuff. Yeah. Get rid of that. That's not good. Don't do that. Cause that's now you're, now you're really altering equipment, the baseball, but altering equipment to your benefit. Like I would say stuff that's altering spin rate of a ball to the point where it's like, giving you an nastier your fastball making your curves bite harder your slider bite harder is is equivalent to something like coring a bat yeah no doubt whereas pine tar is like pine tar is is grip and grip you don't want the batter throwing his bat you don't want the pitcher you know releasing a ball and it you know it's going at your head because he lost grip on it
0: mm-hmm
2: so yeah. I, I'm all for pine tar for pitchers. Um,
0: but other stuff, maybe not so much. Yeah, me too. So do you have any additional thoughts for this, Brian? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, now pine tar for everybody. Yeah, pine tar for everyone. Let's, let's, let's just start donating it. <laughs> yep. Now maybe a little bit more of a feel-good thing. Had a few downers, but here's a, here's a little audio clip for you. Back in. On the ball, he hit off the wall and right. Here's Joe Panic who had a base in his first time up, and he sends one deep to Let's go, Joey!
2: And it is gone. Panic turns on a fast. finally, and hits it way out to right. And the Blue Jays are <laughs> leading six to two. Finally, it tell finally us what happened. happened, Adam. Tell us what happened. Well, Joe Panic has has hit his his
1: first home run of 2021. Oh my gosh, you'd oh. love to see it. What, and if I'm, you're a day one listener you know we love Joe Panic.
2: Yeah, and
0: and it wasn't just a home run of that game. It was a four-for-four day for him, too. It went four-for-four. He was playing good. Panic's a stud. That's all you got to say. And this leads me to the second installment of everyone's favorite game, greater than, less than, or equal to. I
2: I do very briefly want to say one
0: thing. Okay, go for it.
2: Panic went four-for-four uh, that, that accounts for one quarter of all of his hits this year.
0: Day, okay. No, you, you, okay. Well, don't, don't say anything. Don't, oh, I guess, Brian, don't, don't learn how to do math real quick. Cause my, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause my game was greater than less than or equal to,
2: Oh man. Okay.
0: Which number is, yeah. Greater than, which number is greater? Or are they equal? The amount of hits Joe panic has on the season are the amount of home runs Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has on the season. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, well, I don't even know how many home runs Vlad has off the Oh, well, I know, th- I know the answer oh. off, off the okay, top. Okay, well, so Brian, that. it's all up to Brian and the listeners, uh, of course. So he said 1-4. He said does not equal 1-4. I'm going to go with more Vlad home runs because I think he has like 15, 16. It's equal. It's equal. equal. both 16. Oh, it's equal. Okay. Oh, Vladi, I forgot. Vladdy has 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I forgot the equal then part. It, yep. <laughs> it's equal. Yeah, Vladi has
2: 16. Oh tricky.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Panic's better. We can continue. Uh, man. that's man, remember Rowdy Telez?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's check I'm never here. gonna let Noah forget that. Yeah, yeah It's that's I'll start to check up something. You guys could start. <laughs> to Rowdy is batting else.
2: over 200 if you are interested. Yeah. He's batting 202. <laughs> and
0: his OPS is
2: probably significantly less. than bloody. His OPS is 572. His OPS this is, is 572. Panics, but, if you're wondering, is 663. But
0: that's, that's because stuff. Panics hit let's, four dumps. Let's read between the lines here a little bit with Rowdy. I smell a breakout coming. He's in the 96th percentile <laughs> of average exit velocity. 93rd percentile hard hit percentage. Okay. Uh, 80th percentile barrel percentage. The, look, look, he could break I, out all
1: you want i would love for rowdy to break out here's the thing rowdy's still gonna have a better ops yeah Oh, that's Vlad,
0: true. of
2: course yeah, yeah, yeah but but rowdy is is in oh man this is Oh uh, no this comparison rowdy is in a similar camp this year to pujols he is hitting the ball hard he is getting it off the bat very well it's just going right to the
1: outfielders
0: no, this is true so but, speak-
1: Speaking of uh, Pools, or do you want to say something more about Toledo I was just
0: going to say it's always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. So I, sure. I see – I'm not sure which one of you put this, but I see some doubt if you think Pujols is going to stay with the Dodgers the whole season.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny. Like, I just – oh, yeah, Pujols is on the Dodgers now. And then I was listening to the Athletic Baseball podcast, and they are just like, yeah, but he's probably just going to be DFA'd in however many weeks. And I was just like – I didn't even think about that. Um, But it's like when you think about how much talent the Dodgers have and then what Pujols is right now, it's like, is he going to be on the Dodgers at the end of the year? Is is a Hall of Famer going to get released twice in a year?
1: I would not be shocked if he stays on the Dodgers. And the reason for this is right now he has a 280 batting average against left-handed hitters for this season, which is solid. That has a spot in a lineup. I mean, he hit a home run today, almost hit one last night, but uh, Mike Talkman exists, so uh, he didn't get a home run. Love that. What a but the thing is, think about how many left-handed hitters the Dodgers have and the lack of right-handed hitters in this current team. They have Mookie Betts, right-hander, Chris Taylor, right-hander, Will Smith, right-hander, and then you start going, ooh, oh, wait, Justin, Justin Turner. Turner. So they got those four, but other than those four... There's not really another righty right now. They have Pollock, but he's hurt. And even when Pollock comes back, that's only five hitters, right? And a right-handed first baseman is something the Dodgers could potentially use with a team full of lefties. I'm not saying they will 100% keep him around for that situation. I'm just saying he currently fits a role hitting against lefties at a decent pace at 280. So I don't know if they get rid of him anytime soon. I don't think they get rid of him. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm also on that train. I, I don't think
2: that he, yeah, I, I think like, I think that he stays on the
0: roster. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, but uh, no, yeah. Just hearing that, I was like, Oh, I guess like, I see that point, but I still, for whatever reason. And like, I think he'll be on the team unless he just like absolutely falls off a cliff.
1: I mean, I'm definitely not going to say there's like 0% chance he gets released. Like there's a reason he got released from LA and it's very performance based. Like, he has not been like let's not act like he's been an amazing hitter especially against righties he's been really bad like really bad against righties this year
0: oh my gosh it was so funny (laughs) um i think they're playing the diamondbacks i was watching and he had a ground ball to like shortstop and the diamondbacks were playing like a legit sort of like left-handed looking shift but on in left field so the shortstop was like in left field and because pulitzer is so slow they like could do that and just throw him out still yeah, it was, dude, it was yesterday
1: against the giants he hit a ball crawford was playing like deep and short and it was like his backhand and he just couldn't get there and it like ended up going off his shin into like the outfield and dickerson had to get it and watching pools hustle for two was painful what is um that dude what
2: is who uh spring speed, speed. It is right now
1: negative
2: right now dude it is, is there i want to hold on i'm gonna <laughs> look it up on uh, let me watching stare. him yeah, try
1: see. to hustle to second base when that ball went to dickerson was not a pleasant experience hold
2: on i'm, I'm fine i can dude. tell you how- oh he is he is dead last oh my goodness oh
0: yeah, he's no. dead
2: last by like a lot yeah no <laughs> <laughs> like I, by who, a ton who
1: would be slower than him though think about oh it. He's man like- sandy In- leone
2: is the closest
1: yeah and sandy leone is no speedster
2: oh my goodness yeah so sadcast has pools at 22.2 feet per second uh just oh. a good reference point for that uh our, our boy uh, williams astudio the tortuga is at 23.5 so he's a full foot per second faster and he is slow
0: <laughs> that's that's cool trey that
2: turner's is- the fastest at 30.8
0: Wow, I would That's not have very guessed Trey
1: Turner was the fastest. Really, I
0: feel like I know. I well, like I know he's
1: quick. I know he's fast. Like I, if you told me he's top fifteen, I wouldn't have been surprised. Just as the one, I would not have guessed him.
0: Yeah, it's hard to be, I guess, like the fastest for as long as he's done it. Yeah, yeah for sure. George
1: Mateo is is up there, and Tim. And LeCastro I feel like you. Yeah, I was about to say Tim Lecastro for the Diamondbacks. Like, yeah, I feel like the fastest guy usually is like a bench outfielder who just. Wait, comes I'm actually in and runs.
2: surprised. Where is um? Where is
1: he? Wait, what Who are you heck? thinking of?
2: Ramon Loriano.
0: He's nice.
1: Oh, he's not a. I wouldn't think he's, he's like a speedster, speedster. He has good he's, speed. He's he not has good speed. really good player. speed. I wouldn't put him in like top 15 speed. He yeah, has great not. jumps. That's why he's able that's, to get to that. I was going to say, because he steals a ton of bases.
0: He. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's that's. You can I have. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt used to steal a ton of bases back in the day. and. Yeah dude albert Pulhos
1: has a stolen base this year like that's not a great match of. i'm just saying i'm just saying he steals enough that you go wow you would think that he'd be higher up. Dude, i think Pulhos has actually only had one year in his career where he didn't get a stolen base which is kind of funny to think about because the last couple years he's been pretty slow
0: <laughs> yeah that's yeah um it's funny i just mentioned paul goldschmidt um if you guys have the chance Check out the home run that Nolan Arenado hit on Friday night against Arizona. It was a ball way in off the plate, and he just pulls his hands in the most awkward-looking swing Arenado's gonna have, and it just finds a barrel and goes out. And oh ridiculous. my ridiculous. It's yeah, it's it's but yeah, and Arenado. He's been having a good year. 11 homers, 290 average, 886 OPS, and his first year away from Coors. And fun fact, Brian, you're going to love to hear this. He's only struck out 28 times in 51 games. Crazy. Nice. Also,
2: Brian's going to love to hear this because I have to bring it back to the sprint speed thing. I'm so sorry. But if you no. sort it by minimum opportunities, Pablo Sandoval is
1: actually slower than Albert Pujols. <laughs> you mean Noah would love that? I, I appreciate zero Pablo Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't.
0: I don't hate. I mean, like I'm. There's the, definitely
1: Red Sox fans that hate Pablo more than you. I yeah, for
0: <laughs> sure, for sure. But um a funny thing about Nolan, I was thinking about. There's well, Pujols, Pujols and Nolan are two guys that I think about this. So I think when a player that's been on one team gets traded or moves teams, we always say, "Oh, I'm never going to get used to him in that jersey." And then when you get used to it, super quick nolan and pujos are two people i still have not gotten used to them okay no i think i think fresh. nolan
1: arenado looks
0: good in cardinals he looks good but it's still like it ah, does looks it. wrong though. see yeah. I, I
1: i don't think nolan arenado like Pujos looks wrong like yeah him and dodger blue looks wrong
2: also but so wrong wearing 55 yeah that also looks really weird so
1: wrong but nolan arenado uh, i mean he's not even that old yet like how old is nolan arenado I have no idea. Uh, uh, eighty-five? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. yeah. You say ni- like, oh, he's thirty. Might be like sixty. Yeah. Did you say ninety-five? <laughs> no, I said eighty-five. <laughs> oh my! But like Nolan Arnato's that like I don't know. I it's not that shocking. Like granted, like when I first think of Nolan Arnato I still think of him on the Rockies, beating the crap out of the Giants. Man, mm-hmm. I hate that. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I love him on the Cardinals. I think it fits him. Yeah, looks nice. Sure. Yeah but, yeah, but Fitz is different than like still looking what? like off. like okay he spent seven years like people right. change teams after seven sure. years pretty regularly sure uh, it still looks speak. funky uh, but
2: it is not the fu- it's not the weirdest it's not quite as weird as Pujols
1: not yet Pujols is by far like just I don't know I don't know do you it's, think Pujols retires after this year Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Also, yeah, I think we yes. spent way too many podcasts talking about Albert Poulos. <laughs> He's amazing.
2: <laughs>
1: this is three He's weeks straight. He was a He's part of. Famer. I love him. But we have spent three weeks straight talking about current Albert okay, Poulos. Okay, and we've I'm talked sorry. about, and
0: we've
2: talked like seven weeks straight about the Giants bullpen.
1: <laughs> At least the Giants are relevant. I guess the Dodgers are.
0: But... Albert Poulos <laughs> was a part of the most exciting play of this week. Think about that.
1: Uh, well, on sure. the receiving end. Yeah, the... but that's how we got here. <laughs> that's how we got here. Yeah, dude. Mike Talkman, dude.
2: All right, well, star. let's talk about the cooler team, the team that Pujols came from, uh, the, 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 the Angels. So, they're not the cooler team. Yeah, the Angels. But, uh, but Otani makes it a cool team.
1: The Angels oh, yeah. make
2: me mad. I mean, they a little just, bit. The organization they, does.
1: They, they just, dude, they have, they just, you have Mike Trout and Otani. They and do they so suck. little with so much, and they've sucked for years with my child. I just, I don't. The Angels just, the, no team makes me mad like the Angels. They just make me mad.
2: I mean, I can name a team that's currently making me mad like the Angels, but for Who's other making reasons, making
1: you mad like the Angels,
2: the White Sox.
1: Oh, oh but yeah, that's, that's the that's organization, good, that's not reason. the
2: team. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's and that's current. And yeah, but... I think the thing about the Angels is just the consistent failure yeah it's always at least the white Sox are just within one season right now
0: yeah it's an isolated case it's not it's just so frustrating because otani he had that his most recent home run his 15th of the year was a crazy just laser beam down the right field line you're like oh my gosh i love watching otani play but then you see that he's wearing an angels uniform and you just get sad (laughs) well like the thing that sucks right it's like you watch you watch like the like you know
2: you watch like an Angels highlight and you go, wow, what a team. And then you like watch an Angels game and you go, oh my, oh God, what a okay. team.
1: I, I have a question for you guys. So when we talked about pull hosts, remember we said we probably won't see another 10-year contract for a 30-year-old again, right? Yes. Well, yeah. Connie hits free agency at the age of 30. If he gets Do a you, 10-year no contract 10 at 30, that would be It would be ridiculous. But like if he continues how he's playing this year for the next two years, no. I I, there might be a team just dumb enough. There might be a team just dumb enough.
0: No, you know what teams are gonna be doing. They're gonna say, Yeah, but he spent the last, you know, eight years pitching and hitting and playing the field at times. How much wear and tear is on that body. I'm not committing to ten years of that. Unless I guess you're persuading yourself he's just gonna be a DH for maybe the last four years of it, you know? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, his contract I feel like will be insane though if he keeps on this current trend. Oh, that's insane contract! Yes, ten years. I know. I don't, I just wanted to throw it out as an idea. I think he probably gets like five or six. I think that's probably the most. I think six it. or okay. seven. Yeah, Are I really put that. it somewhere in that
0: range. Are we even confident Otani's still doing both at age thirty? I I'm not. I wasn't confident he
1: got through this season doing both. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Who knows? He he. I love Otani. He's very impressive to watch. The but the bat his... will
2: the bat will age
1: better than the pitching probably. Interesting. I I don't know because like I feel like I wouldn't be shocked if a NL team picks him up and just says like you're not playing the field anymore you'll pitch and hit. Oh sure good. sure
2: sure. I I'm saying that like I think that I think that his batting will will hold up better. I don't I don't hmm. I'm not saying that he won't. He has
1: good pitching. stuff though. I mean oh he has his, great stuff. He gets movement. But so, he like...
2: is a but he is. More of a velocity and overpowering pitching type than a. I
1: could see him very much like just with his splitter and the movement he gets, like I could see him becoming a finesse pitcher if he had to. Okay. That's the thing. I think to age pitching
2: that well, you, you have to, you almost have to become a finesse pitcher. Well,
1: for sure. And you just, I, it's way more common to see a pitcher. (laughs) You just, yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. He's, but he's still pretty new to pitching in MLB if you think about it. Sure. And it's just way more common to see a pitcher find success at the ages of 35, 36, 37 than a batter. Well, As, DH a, though, a, as a finesse
2: pitcher, though. It's yeah. really rare to see an overpowering right. pitcher yeah. do it at
1: that age. But you see overpowering pitchers become... Become, like, right. Again, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He has to do that, though. All, all I'm saying is it's more common... For a picture to find success in older ages and hitters. I agree with what you're saying, though.
0: I feel like we could also maybe see Otani. I mean, I I think he's going to ride out being a starter for a few years now. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. saying it's totally. happening anytime soon. Absolutely. But I do think we could see him transition to a DH bullpen guy. You know, dude, imagine, him being,
1: imagine him being an outfielder slash reliever.
0: Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I could see that. That would be yeah. hilarious. Like,
1: you're going to play outfield most of the time, but like, if we need you, get ready
2: (laughs) i also just love like imagining him as a reliever because then on like an nl thing you wouldn't have to pinch hit for him you could actually have him long relief yeah and he'd still be a terrifying batter (laughs) so trey mancini right
1: he's he's been good we said at the beginning of the year he's probably going to wait as long as he has a decent season, he's going to be most improved or comeback player of the year, blah, blah. Good for Trey Mancini. Do you know While I'm mad, let's talk about this uh, chicken finger take I'm looking at.
0: Oh, my gosh. We got a chicken finger take. We got worst take of the year nominee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a DM. Would you believe it? Um, we have uh, from Ethan, loyal listener, also my brother, shout out. Um, says uh, his wife does not like the chicken tenders at the Oakland A's ballpark, and she needs to be called out on the pod for this.
2: That's ridiculous. If you've been
0: to Oakland, you know that the chicken tenders... Are maybe the best on earth.
2: <laughs> Look, there's I'm <laughs> hyperbolic, Look, there is not a lot that the Oakland Coliseum gets
1: right, but chicken tenders <laughs> is one of them. And don't take this from us. Man, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and so, like uh,
0: the chicken tenders uh, fries combo while you're watching some BP. Oh my God, it's Look, great. That's like going in, that's
2: like going into San Francisco and saying the garlic fries aren't good. That's like going, yeah. that's like going to Dodger Stadium and being like, you know what, this Dodger dog, disappointing. Okay,
1: no, I've actually heard a lot of people say the
2: Dodger Dog is not garbage. They're just,
1: they're, they're just not <laughs> I've never been there, so I can't say for myself. They're, they're, they're just okay. But I know the Dodger Dog But does you can not only elevate food.
2: a hot dog so far.
1: <laughs> but chicken tenders are an amazing piece of food. And being at a baseball game with a Coke and fries and chicken, t- like how is that bad? Like they would have to be, like really, really a, bad. Because there is a difference, but
2: by, by the way, between saying like, "Oh, they're overrated," and saying, "I don't like them."
0: Doesn't like the chicken fingers. It's 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 just really hurt my heart if I'm gonna be honest. You know, <laughs> I've had my heart I'm holding broken back twice tears. today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Adolfo Garcia, he's batting. 281 with an OPS of over 900. Great. for a guy that got DFA'd, like, yeah, at the beginning of this year. I want to say, right? Is that what the story was? I can't. remember. I that. don't remember. I'm, I'm having point a is he, he buried he most people wouldn't have put him on an MLB roster. Yeah,
0: and dude's out here killing it. Giants shut him down though. So, <laughs> and not even the the leader in the AL Rookie of the Year, which is crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, you got the Yerminator. I'm assuming he's the leader. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. I would.
2: He's definitely the leader. But that's just, yeah. I think that's just because
1: Yermin uh, is hitting
2: overall a lot better. Yeah. I think that Yermin's you know, not going to go.
1: Go for it. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was going to say, Yermin doesn't have the home runs, but he's batting 327.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, you at can least Yermin is hitting one. Garcia, you could argue, is more valuable overall because like he's been playing great defense too. Like you made an insane catch against the Giants. So well, you could yeah, argue yeah, it his means overall DH-ing. value. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time. Like so. of course he's yes, believe it <laughs> or not, the guy who's DHing does not have the defensive performance. I, I was just Someone trying to say like Garcia's DH-ing. impact. Garcia's impact on his team, you could argue is yes. greater. Yeah. But that's also because the White Sox have a really good team overall and the Rangers are just not good. Not.
2: Yeah, they, they don't have a great team overall
1: i mean they got joey gallo they do have Gallo,
2: and i like <laughs> i love i love me some joey gallo love me some joey bats he's uh he's just fun to watch i just like gallo because he just swings so dang hard at everything okay
0: um, One see. thing we said we were going to talk about and have yes. not talked about is the Chicago White Sox, they, uh, oh, a section yeah. of their ballpark, yes. which used to be called oh, L- Loretta's uh, Lounge after Loretta Missell, I believe. She worked at concessions for the White Sox for 60 years, um, they, and they dedicated this part of the ballpark to her uh, during the 2005 World Series. Which is great. Uh, yeah, that's so awesome. Great.
2: What so, an amazing, what a fantastic story yeah, yeah they, man, ch-
0: they changed the people it. that like put work into oh what oh, yeah. they changed it to la Russa's lounge oh this oh, week sacrilegious
1: oh. and dude, that's like the worst timing too
2: yeah time timing why and, and even even if it wasn't after it's all not, of this yeah. stuff with the even if it was even he's been with the white Sox for how long
0: <laughs> yeah that's actually brutal too he's just bffs with their owner and it's like oh my god like that's forgetting even anything else
2: let's Wait. just pretend that dude tony could have won a world series last year and it
1: still wouldn't have been a cool thing to do people are calling for him to be fired and they were like you know what we should do change the sign boys <laughs> we, we should rename uh the lounge honoring someone who worked for us for 60 years and name it to the guy everybody wants to be fired
2: yeah, let's let's do that and let's rename it for the guy who hasn't been working us for us for 60 months. Yeah, no,
1: brutal, mental. Horrible. White Sox are trying to become on the Angels level of There it's so it's so weird to have a team that is
2: so likable as far as players are concerned and so hateable as far as like front office. Yeah, it's such a weird dichotomy with that team. It's, for sure, i don't know for sure i don't know how I, it's i don't know how i feel about it because i want to like the white Sox, and then they do things like that i'm
1: like oh my this team they're awful um, okay noah i see you have some uh like a little agree or disagree for us with playoff yeah. odds
0: so i was I looking at oh, okay. baseball references playoff odds percentage chance to just make the postseason mm-hmm. and quite a few of them surprised me a lot and um
1: surprised in what way like good i knowledge. did not expect
0: the numbers that i saw um, <laughs> that is what that is in fact <laughs> what a surprise I, I, meant, is.
1: I meant like like was it the teams that surprised you like that team was good or like the percents in general or like the difference
0: uh, percentages just in general just okay. uh for the most part is there any team these...
1: that's a pure zero
0: percent i want to guess what um team. no there's less than 0.1 there's there are three teams that are less than 0.1%. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to throw out...
1: I, I want to try guessing these three just because it's fun. To, uh, the D... No, not Detroit Tigers. I'm going to go with uh, Colorado Rockies. That is one of them. Oh, yeah. That division. Yep. Um, The other one, Pirates? That
0: is the second.
1: The third one should be easy. Orioles? Is,
0: yeah, it should be the Orioles. It is not. Oh, Tigers? The Orioles. Oh, wait, never mind. There are four teams. Baltimore oh, Orioles are one. Yeah, Tigers okay. are another one, too. Absolutely okay. be the Orioles. Yeah. They, that uh, is I a team that has
2: four teams over 500, yeah. and the Orioles
1: are at 327. <laughs> I would imagine the Diamondbacks aren't too far away.
0: As they much. have a 0.1% chance. Yes. <laughs> you know I was about to say. Um, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I think the one that surprises me well I don't know I'm not gonna say one surprises me the most I'm just gonna throw out some surprising ones one the Atlanta Braves well this is probably before some of the Osuna news they had the highest odds to make it out of the NL East at 43.7 percent next highest being the Mets at 20.1 percent that's
2: disrespecting the Mets pretty hard yeah, I would say the Mets are definitely the favorite in that. Division. I mean, the Mets definitely started slow enough to maybe warrant some of that, but they're a much better team but than But the
1: that. Mets are like, what, four or five games over 500 right now? And the Braves have a losing five. record? Yeah, they're five, and the Braves have a losing record. Like That's really surprising. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a strange one. Another one... That I thought was surprising is that the Tampa Bay Rays have a ninety six point four percent chance, according to Baseball Reference, to make the postseason. Wow, that's that hot.
2: Seems, That's really high, that especially off. in a division as competitive as the AL East is.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I guess that that seems really off. That I guess not they're not up just to date. it's it's as
1: up to date as you can get. Are you on are you, Baseball uh, Reference? Uh, maybe fan grab? No, it's all good. That's weird though.
0: Yeah, it's it's really weird to me. Um I guess they just are assuming that two teams are coming out of the East for sure and, and they, just, they just think the Rays are for sure going to be one of those two.
1: Yeah, it's uh, anything over like 80 is pretty aggressive out of that division I feel like.
2: Yeah. Just just for
1: uh reference. Uh 538
2: which is they do sports predictions as well as like political stuff as well. Um, has the raise at 84% to make That's those. still really high, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. still as high. The, as the third highest percentage team. You want to hear maybe uh,
0: as a, the giants says 88%. What? That's wild. Well, no, no. dude, there's no way they're that high. The, so what it says on baseball reference. And 5, here's the logic. has them
2: at 46.
0: Yeah. I, everything I've heard has been like low forties. It's well it's they assume their to here's their metrics is they think their average record they're gonna fall around somewhere in the ninety wins is what they so think. So it, it
1: I mean I wouldn't be shocked for the Giants to fall around ninety
0: wins, like yeah, but they don't think anyone else in the and the yeah, other, I mean, other divisions fair. are gonna be anywhere near ninety. But even like, saying that
1: a, that's like aggressive,
0: like yeah, really yeah, aggressive. Yeah, that is it is very aggressive. But then when I saw it, I was like, Well, I so could do see they have the, the Dodgers
1: at a hundred percent then?
0: Like Dodgers at 99.6 and Padres okay. at 99.5.
2: Okay. That's so weird. I, I'm liking, because now I'm just, I have 538s open, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, cross-referencing that. Um, Dodgers are at 97, Padres at 94, and then Giants okay, I'm, I'm going to look
1: up Fangraphs.
2: And they have the Giants at 87 wins, is they're projected.
1: Yeah. But That's yeah, really and, interesting. But,
2: yeah, and, like, uh, they have so first fan place.
1: Fangraphs fan has the Giants at 39%.
2: Everybody gets different. Everybody is doing the. They
1: they they still only have the Giants projected to win eighty four games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's interesting. They have the Cardinals projected to win eighty four games and finishing in first, and the Braves projected to win eighty three and with finishing in first.
1: Dude, comparing all these is funny because like you have the yours is Cardinals projected. This one has Cardinals projected in third with the Brewers projected in first.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that I was surprised is they have the Brewers at fourteen point two percent. Wow, yeah, the Brewers here are 48%. Yeah. Brewers baseball. on 538
2: or 43%.
1: Then, oh, yeah, so the, the Yankees actually, for the AL East, the Yankees had the highest on fan drafts at 76%, followed by the Rays, 66, and the Red Sox at 64.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Here, the Red Sox are at 41%, along with the New Yeah, I,
1: I think 64% makes a lot more sense for the Red I think
0: Sox. this was more of a, uh exposing that baseball reference's Got some shady postseason percentages. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, so make, make plus for, for the uh, AL East is uh, for 538. Rays are at 84, Yankees at 70, Red Sox at 44, Jays at 42. Yeah. And they have the Red Sox and Jays finishing with the same record.
1: Yeah, they have same. the Red Sox two wins above the Jays here. Wow, they have this division being Yankees 91, Rays 90. Red Sox eighty nine point eight, so just behind the Rays, and the Blue Jays at eighty seven. So competitive division they have there. It
2: is a very competitive division. Interesting.
1: That's really, yeah. Yeah, really interesting. Let's see what percentage surprises me the most? If I look at the,
2: I also like because five thirty eight has their own uh, Elo rating, and they do like that they base it on all kinds of crazy different things. Um, but that they have the uh, they have the Jays ranked over the Red Sox for Elo. <laughs> it's just interesting. Interesting, for
1: sure. For and sure. over the Giants. The giants are actually pretty low on Elo. Yeah, metrics hate Giants. Like they just all the metrics. Like even at the beginning of the year, a lot of metrics thought the Giants would be like an under five hundred team, and Giants just consistently are proving those wrong. So you'd love to see it if you're a Giants fan um do we want to talk about some power rankings this is our new uh segment of the podcast where we discuss the past week's power rankings and our predictions for mondays yeah there's some weird ones for sure yeah so what shocked me is we were kind of discussing who would go into the top five let's start with number five last week being the giants it's kind of interesting that they got swept by the dodgers and moved up (laughs) Does not make sense, but sure. I mean, granted, they swept a four-game series from the Reds, so they went four and three on the week. But still, I four and three on the week is not worth moving up. But I yeah, I was... I, I
2: just want to know how the Yankees were. This is going into this into this had a six-game win streak, swept the White Sox, but stayed mm-hmm. where they were at seven. And the Giants got absolutely wrecked. <laughs> Giants get crunched and go up.
1: And then the Dodgers swept the Giants and got moved down <laughs> yeah so the Dodgers are at number four it's a little so weird Power ranking's very weird uh, yeah, number three not, we, not one we got sense. the White Sox moving down from one which down from one all of their um, situations going on last week I'm not and then yeah. the Red Sox at two and the Padres as the number one team in baseball. Which I think is very much warranted with their crazy stretch of thirteen and two they're on right now in their last fifteen. Yeah. So for predictions next week, here let's each give one prediction. Uh, Razor in the top five. Raise in the top five. So who do you think's leaving the top five? Leaving the top five? Yeah, uh, putting one in. Probably the White Sox. Okay. What did the White Sox do this past week? They are we went six and four. They're on a three-game win streak. They were they're on a three-game win streak. So are the Rays. Huh. I don't know. I it's kind of hard because the White Sox have been there the whole year. So I would say it's almost hard to take them out. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Cause like the if the Giants move down, that's gonna be really weird because they swept the I think. Jackson.
2: Oh man. I think that it's I, I think that it goes Padres, Red Sox, Rays dodgers giants interesting that would be my i probably my top five
1: i wouldn't be shocked if the red sox moved down from two but then saying that i'm not really sure if the dodgers win tomorrow i wouldn't be shocked to see the dodgers at number two
2: that's fair i also think the yankees could could move up as well but i don't know about top five
1: yeah uh, probably not top five. The Rays are probably there. The Yankees. Yeah. No, it I mean, think the Rays would talking jump talking a bunch.
0: Um, I don't know. I just like have this weird feeling that that the Red Sox are going to get some disrespect in this power rankings. I could see the, but I feel like they're still going to be in the top five. I feel yeah. like the easiest thing is to just have Giants out of the top five and then Rays in it. But
1: so if giants- the Giants win tomorrow, they go three and one against they go uh five and one on the week like you can't move them down after winning three games out of a four game series with the dodgers
0: yeah that's yeah that's interesting i don't know i guess i could but i don't know like the the red Sox are seven of their last 10 as well so right it's really tough honestly i see because what are the
1: rays at right now
0: they're all the way at eight
1: they're in first see, in the division. Yeah, but yeah. I, but in terms of power rankings, I can yeah. see them getting moved up to 6 and just kind of staying there. Cuz I think the Astros are definitely falling from 6.
0: Yeah. But yeah. my my official prediction is that the Diamondbacks go down. Oh, no, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they're Whoa. at 24?
1: Well, really? How, how far <laughs> down? Like are they breaching are they like going to go past the Tigers or Orioles?
0: No. Uh No, the Tigers are going up. They're going, yeah. I think the Orioles stay behind them, but the Tigers jump in front. So Diamondbacks go to twenty-seven. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think the bottom three stays the bottom three.
1: Yeah, that definitely fair. (laughs) Bottom three teams. And any wild predictions for you? Any any wild predictions for you, Brian? Um. Well, in terms of the biggest drop, I think it's probably going to be the Astros. That would not I shock me. See I mean, they their last ten, they're three and seven. It's not. They've mental. been struggling. It's not been a great week for them. Uh, let's see. What's the biggest drop the week going in? So going into this, the biggest drop was the Angels going from twenty to twenty five. Uh, not having Mike Trout will do that to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will. The biggest jump was the Rays going five spots. Let's see, who do we think the biggest jump will be? Maybe the Cubs.
2: Cubs. Yeah. I'd put, yeah, Cubs would be the biggest jump because they'll, they'll jump from 15 yeah. into the top yeah, 10 they're, probably. Yeah,
1: they're on a six-game win streak for sure. They'll probably go top 10.
2: Because they'll they'll jump into the top 10. I think the cards might drop out of the top
1: 10. I think the uh, A's maybe. I, that, no, the A's will probably stay there because they're in the top of the division now.
0: Yeah, the Astros. Sure.
1: I honestly could see the Astros being a pretty big drop. In Dropping out Where's of that the that top 10. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, it. That wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I mean. that'd be interesting. Power rankings are always... And something to note about power rankings, they are just this person's opinion. Like, they're fun to look at. They're fun to look at, but you could debate power rankings forever.
2: Like, Yeah. That's like... I mean, that's like, like the interesting thing is if like to go back to like 538, right? 538 does their ELO rankings. If it was ELO rankings as of right now, the top five would be Dodgers, Padres, Yankees, Rays, Astros.
1: How do they determine their ELO rankings?
2: Their ELO rankings go by a it's a
1: pretty ridiculous process oh, okay
2: uh like, yeah do after they
1: take, so they take like current performance and i'm assuming and using advanced so stats after
2: every game's played the winning team will gain rating points the losing team will lose rating points based on chances in their they have their own model that they've uh, created so a big win for an underdog gets a bigger exchange of points and before every game they adjust the team's rating based on whether they have home, te- home field advantage a bunch of like whether you know days rest uh, which pitcher is starting all kinds of stuff um they it's a pretty ridiculous model
1: where are
2: the giants at on it i'm just curious <laughs> uh giants are sitting i don't know where what number this is but they're sitting at uh, uh 1500 5, 5, is the average for their model, the Giants are at fifteen
1: eleven. It's a funny stat for the Giants is they've hit seventy three home runs this year, third most in the majors behind the Blue Jays and the Braves. Yeah, Jays have um, been hitting a lot of home runs. Fifty two of the Giant seventy three home runs have been on the road.
2: <laughs> Who needs home field? Home runs they, they they
1: they had a stretch of like fifteen straight games where they hit a home run on the road. <laughs> it's pretty wild.
2: Well, I mean, their park isn't conducive to it, so.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. unless you guys have any other pressing matters we need to talk about, we are pretty deep, I think, about this longest episode we've ever had. Anyways, Uh,
1: hope you guys had a great time watching.
0: Watching? You sure? Listening? Yeah. We promise promise to be better at um, acknowledging that other people have different points of view on this podcast.
2: Goodbye! (laughs)